0: Where no lies can be told, in our world, face world, there's a fail safe. All things have a front cover and faces, so they cannot lie. And as you understand this, and more and more people understand this, you and the rest of us become invincible. All faces, words, logos, acronyms, everything we make has this quality of a face in front of it which must tell the truth, even if its mission is to deceive. We know who owns the internet and the electricity, the elect, and the selected, and the servers of doctrines try, city the masters of the Doctrinities and the submissives to the Doctrinities, three to two. Church and Science have been secret partners with cosmic expatriates for a very, very long time. try, city has the word city in it. What do we put in city?
1: Citizens.
0: Citizens. Citizens are designed to zen, but we like to challenge ourselves. But we do know that before we get to zen, we'll be achieving nirvana, and we'll be losing judgment of others and ourselves, and we'll find equilibrium. So the first step to getting to nirvana is to face the fact that you want nirvana. So once you establish in your mind that you want nirvana, check your heart and ask it to agree with you. If your heart and your mind agree that you want nirvana, you will instantly be launched to the 50-yard line of achieving nirvana. So it all happens, the first step takes you halfway there. It's like you become a giant overnight. Mm -hmm. So if you can get your mind and your heart to place a billboard in your brain that says, I want Nirvana, and then ask your heart in your quiet moments if it will agree with you. If the two of you join up, your heart and your mind, in that moment of that idea, of that motivation, you'll achieve personal equilibrium and you'll be launched to the 50-yard line of achieving Nirvana. So this is a great way to get it going on.
1: Ah, tension.
0: Yeah. So the word money, if you ever look at it closely, you see that it is moon and then Y. So the Y is a perfect T that doesn't feel perfect anymore, and it reaches. So the T and the Y are the same symbol. One is perfectly balanced, and one is questing and reaching. So what is it reaching for? It wants to explore separations. That's why you see the similarity in the Y and the T. And we also see this in the 6 and the 9. So the 6 comes first, so the 9 is literally upside-down version of you. The M and the W for man and woman, they have various properties, but we see they're the same symbol, but inverted. Same as the 6 and 9. And then we have the amazing similarities between B, E, 3, and 8. So these are basically ways to arrange straight lines, angles, and curvy lines. This is called coding. So artificial intelligence owns coding right now because we have our mind on other things. But we use coding all the time. Through our use of the language of sounds and symbols and also coders the guys who help build programs software programs they understand this straight line squiggly line thing so maybe you could get a few of them to share their heartfelt feelings about that that would be really nice the waves that we experience every day the epic of our life is a 24-hour epic we rise toward our peaks, and as we peak, we enjoy those peaks, and then we coast to the evening, or fall. Those waves that we experience every epic, every day, are powered by our sleep, or our period of death. So we're reborn every morning, it's an epic. So these are impossible openings, but once they happen for you, they become your I.O. So acronymically, I-O is an impossible opening, but I-O is also you, the internal operator. And I-O is also in, out, and it also implies on and off, or moving and still, or sound vibration, or complete silence. So our mission is to know it, We need to know it underneath, over top, and inside and out.
1: Tell me more about the I-O.
0: Its basic is obvious. You have I shaped like a one, so that's the one, and the O shaped like the all, which is the many.
1: Is I-O equal Q?
0: In a way, it does. The Q very much represents the O. The intrusion into it with the mark on the Q is part of the understanding of it. But the easier way to understand it is in the sound of the letter Q, spelling the words C U E for the point and Q U E waiting to get to the point. Our duality is always in play in anything we make, and everything we see, because we live in face world. So all faces reveal that we are in the queue, and on the quest, and trying to get to the point, the queue. So if we pay attention, we'll notice that in the language, and in our speech, the queue takes the you, or you, with it wherever it goes. It's all in our manual and in the study of philology, the study of language via phonetics and morphology, and the study of courage. So everything is coded for us as a fail-safe, so that way it's easily accessible. It's right in our mind, it's right in our heart, it's contained within our anatomy, and then it's contained with our observation and sharing that we do with each other. Yeah. So, you know, the whole Mission Impossible thing is pretty cool because, you know, everyone's on a mission of some sort or another, and things that are impossible seem to constantly be coming up in our mind. And the word impossible spells I am possible, and the acronym MI spells my. So, you know, we have all this going on. But we had a cool TV show in the early TV days called Mission Impossible, and uh, it had a guy named Peter Graves and another co-star named Barbara Baines. If you break down Barbara Baines, it's Barb Aryan. So we start from the Sumerians to the grand white race Aryans of USA Today. So her name has the 22, because acronym, she's BB. So without the J being counted numerically, W is the 22 letter. And BB, as an acronym, is 22. So she shares the W call out, the masculine call out, even though she's the female star. And her name is Barbarian Baines. So you have in Baines you have B, number two, AI, and then North South, NS. So this is quite dynamic. And then the male star was called Peter Graves. That's pretty obvious, Peter Graves. And uh, his initials are PG. So when you're not counting the J numerically, you have P being the 15th letter, G being the 7th letter, boom, 22, mission impossible solved. Welcome witnesses.
1: Hi, I'm Nina.
0: And I'm Kevin. That's my real name. Is that your real name? It's my real name. Under the right conditions, would you lie to me?
1: Yes, I would.
0: Uh, And I would lie to you also. So hopefully we just didn't just lie to you. I see. Yes. So uh, we're going to talk about panic today. And today is March 10th, 31 in USA, 3.123 in USA. And uh, that's the inversion of 13. So we're going to discuss how these panicky situations occur between human beings. Mostly it's when we tell lies to each other or receive lies from the other. Would you agree? Yes. So what we've identified, we believe, is that panic most often occurs when you're either telling a lie to someone else. The conditions could be any. Or if you're receiving a lie from one or more people, that also causes a sense of panic. So we see this as the most obvious form of the basis for panic.
1: Yeah.
0: So often wondered about the human being. It's such a funny phrase. Is it? Yes, because it's... Well, no one really ever explained it to us, like, what this uh, supposedly scientific description, but uh, H-U sounds like H-U-E. Yeah. Like colors, and uh, it rhymes with uh, the two words that rhyme with the letter Q. C-U-E, Q, getting to the point, and Q-U-E, waiting area. Nice. So we have this interesting aspect to that human being. Here. I mean, everybody knows what man is. It's the physical form of our bodies. That's man. But what is the hue, the color man? What does color man mean? Anyway, we're called human beings, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Aren't we like human beings? Are you a human being? A being? Yeah, I feel like a human being. Do you feel like a human being?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I'm contained.
0: Yeah, well, also, what is a being? Isn't it a concentrated something or other? Form
1: of life.
0: Well, tell Turnhold. us. You know about diet and eating beans. So, what is the story about seeds and beans? The quality they have of being concentrated.
1: They're very concentrated. Oh.
0: Oh. Mm. If you were eating, say, lettuce, that would not be. That would be very fluid going through your body. But when you eat a lot of beans or seeds, then you're eating uh, for a food.
1: A concentrated form of what they call arginine. Right? So
0: various elements are in high doses and concentrated yeah. forms. Yeah. So a bean and a seed is similar to a human being because we also are an assembly of many different concentrated seeds and beans so yes, to speak. So to speak. Yeah. So the human being is really human beans. Yeah. Yeah. So each human being is not only a color man. He's also a human arrangement of many concentrated beings
1: yeah
0: okay human beings and color man beings
1: who would fuck that's
0: great so through our study of equilibrium and finding peace and non-judgment for ourselves and for others and through our relationship it led us to the study of language and that helped us understand the duality in all things and how equilibrium not only exists in our natural life, but it's possible in our mentality and in our actions also. So back in the year 1290, there were hardly any ologies. There were very, very, only a couple ologies. Otherwise, there were no ologies. Um, we gained many ologies since then. But the way that we studied the human experience, the origin of man, the purpose of man, how we interplay together, what's going on with our magical bodies and the way that we simulate reality inside ourselves, all that kind of thing. That was done mainly through the study of language, through a study that was called Philo So the way that we break down equilibrium, especially during March equinox period of 2023, we're trying to open people up to the study of equilibrium that's possible in duality. So the duality runs our life and it also reveals everything. And the easiest way is through the manual that's been gifted to us, which is the language, which contains all of its history and all of its sounds and symbols. So, in year 1290 AD, the main study was philology, and that is how we're going to study language today.
1: What is philology?
0: Literally, it's the study of the human manual called language.
1: Oh yes, the study of words, sounds, and symbols.
0: Yes, that might make you think of etymology, but philology is That plus more, it also means the study of language through examining the phonetics, the sounds, and the historical timeline morphology, or morphing, that occurred in the language in the sounds, the meanings, and the context through the ages, and then how that changed and morphed the human experience. Okay. Okay, Witnesses, we're going to give some testimony about how to break the words down. And the words we're concerned with today are panic and courage. They're basically the alter ego of each other. But when you break the words down, words have so many different flavors and meanings that it can open you up to a whole range of ideas and potential possibilities. Yeah. So the two ideas we're going to cover and the breakdown of the words through philology we're going to do panic and we're going to do courage. These two words. So the word panic, as we see here is two words. It has pan and ick, but when you see ick at the end of a word, it is literally telling you, I see. So it is trying to open you up these words that end in, I see, to look at it and show yourself that you see it. Now, the word pan means many. You've heard the word pan, it's used multiple times throughout the English language. Yep. So it's an easy concept to understand that pan always means many. Now when we back up, we see the word many here, dash two. Now the reason two represents many is because when you have one, you have one. When you have more than one, you have many. So anytime you have two or more, people. You have many. So many can occur for you on a personal level anytime you're having a relationship with one single other person. So you can fully experience on a physical, personal, face-to-face, physical world level the approach toward equilibrium of one and many anytime two or more people. But with two people only you can have a very deep intimate personal relationship and this idea of of a potential equilibrium between one and many can be explored much deeper and each person can let off a little bit the pressure and reveal to each other their willingness to approach the subject so that's why through the ages through thousands of years we've seen studies and texts that show how two people in an intimate personal relationship can approach equilibrium together and find the secret keys to what it is to balance the one and the many. So what goes on with us today in our modern world? We've developed quite a bit, we've gone from a straight line to a tilted line to an even more tilted line. Pretty soon we're going to be even. So if you look at the word panic today, usually if we're considering panic and feeling panic and focusing on panic we have, in a way, become pro, or for, blemishes, or problems, problems or pro-blemishes. So we have a problem. So most people today in our modern world, when they consider panic or things that cause panic, they consider that as a problem. But if we only consider the word only, we see that what it's saying is many I see. So similar to the word scare, which is trying to tell you s care so what that means is the s is the contention of men and women relationships it's what runs the entire basis of the world so things that scare you are a way to care for you or show you consideration to understand what that means the contention the conflict so these are things that we also think of as panic but can it mean pan i see or many I see but in our modern world we typically refer to problem so what is the answer to two it's to refer to following it in someone's footsteps so what came ahead of you one so by following in the footsteps that came before you it can get you closer to the one so you're living as many and that's why you understand panic as a problem But you're also living as an individual and you have a single beating heart inside you. So you literally are one and you are capable of understanding in equilibrium, the one and the many. So the one also represents the figure, the symbol one. And this is the answer to panic in our modern world is to refer to courage. Now courage is two words, its core and rage core refers to your heart and rage refers to the emotional motivation that you have now what you should consider is that ra is its own acronym and it means righteous anger so what you're doing is finding equilibrium between your heart impulse and the righteous anger that you feel in your mind the J part represents the form that all of us are in. We're all basically become Jews since the Reformation period, and we're all represented in the number seven that G represents also. Furthermore, if you look at the G, you'll notice that it's exactly the shape of a C, but it has a lectern, or a desk, or a pedestal, or a table. So the G literally represents the child evolving from the three born from the mother and father and then going through evolutionary process and now we've all become a child with a lectern or a desk so most of us are either giving proposals or receiving proposals and writing everything down and trying to figure it out so we're all doing this on an individual basis as one but we're sharing our experience as many but the one many part is what causes the panic because we haven't really had that explained to us rationally so that we can understand it. And that's what we're trying to do here today. So the courage is the answer to panic. And that's by mixing your heart impulse, which is your place of life that exists inside your body, basically the basis and reason and source of all of your life and everything that you have. And the rage represents your righteous anger match to your evolved state of going from 3, a c, to 7, a g, which is a c with a left turn on it. So what happens is the problemish, the problem, gets answered with a solution. So the solution is to see these things and understand these things. So the solution breaks down to soul, and then the two entities of you, who is you with everything that you've ever learned, and T, the future U of perfect balance. And then I on S, or ions, is the physical state of form that you're in now, also can be interpreted as I on with the contention of the S, split into man and woman. And then the reason S-O-L-E, for the bottom of your feet, matches to S-O-U-L, your hidden mysterious soul, is because wherever your soul points, your nose points, And wherever your nose points is where your feet take you. So wherever your nose points is where you're going to land. So that's why the soles of your feet match the soul inside your heart. Mm -hmm. And if you look at reflexology, which has been around for thousands of years, we have links down below, Mm -hmm. you'll see that every organ in the body, along with hundreds of glands and many mysterious things that have yet to be discovered Mm -hmm. are existing on the bottom of your feet, your souls. So you're literally connecting physically and spiritually to the earth and all things every time you walk and according to the circumstance and location of where you're headed and where you end up. So all solutions do come from your souls and your soul solutions. So having panic come to you is actually a problem that leads to a solution so you see panic can be good and core rage coming to understand what courage is is even better so ultimately we're on a quest a journey and when we look at the letter q we notice that the u well for some reason wherever the q goes it takes you with it as though you are permanently attached to the Q. So we have a baseline in our language that's trying to tell us that we are on a quest. The letter U is stuck to the quest. You'll notice on your keyboard, it's the very first letter at the top left, northwest of your keyboard, the very first letter is Q. So, the Q also represents the sound Q, which represents the word C-U-E for getting to the point, or Q-U-E, waiting to get to the point. So, questions are about solutions, and questions are also about waiting for solutions. So, the Q, the C-U-E, and the Q-U-E all match up. The letter U matches up to the sound of U, and it also is your urn where everything that you've ever experienced lands and gets saved forever. Each one of your actual pieces of your cells and DNA have the ability to contain thousands of terabytes of data, they found out. It's amazing what the human body is capable of as if it contains every secret and data point of the entire universe.
1: Human being.
0: Every human being has that in them. So the you represents your urn and you earn And learn Learn. so the ultimate journey is the conclusion of full equilibrium of the one and the many and as we go along doing this as individuals we share with each other so it becomes a solo experience and a many experience at once so we're discussing the solution of the one and the many. So that's two entities. You have one entity and another entity. So we're up to two entities. So what are all the tools that we're going to use to uh, solve this? Well, the way that we got tilted was through something called doctrines that was basically given, blessed to us, whatever way you want to say it, around the uh, 15, Well, 13, <laughs> 13 to 1600s. So the doctrines were blessed to us and what we've basically been given is a mix, stealth mix of church and science, which ended up being a mix of all the dominant owners of the resources of the world. So what they've done is created a trinity that all of us can lean on that's very perplexing and confusing and trickstery and twisty and and it morphs out into dozens of different re the ions religions to make it even more hard to interpret so we can do it very simply by simply breaking down the word doctrine what so the word doctrine is doctrinities. trinities so what it means is you're locked into a trinity cycle so there's no out so you being a creator being, that's fine for a time because you might want to explore that. Yeah. But you being a creator being will not stay locked or docked to anything. So anyone who created a dock trinity for you will be off your list at some point or you'll convert them, one or the other. So back to what we were talking about. March Equinox of 2023 gives us a chance to totally unify the confusion Misunderstanding and conflicts revolving around the one the individual and the group the many of us because we have problems with logic and intuition intuition is fairness Logic is getting things from point A to point B So we have a whole lot of different things that we've spun and we've spun quite a weave. We even have something cool today called the internet so What is a real Trinity that we can use to help us? finalize this deal Mm. of equalizing or finding equilibrium to the individual and the group so that all logic, getting things from point A to point B, is fair and all fairness considers all logical things. Yeah. So, you know, even. An even balance where both sides are represented and nothing is treated unfairly, but we're still getting things from point A to point B. This is what everybody says they want, so this is what we're talking about. So we have a three-point plan, a, a real, authentic trinity that can work, that we own. So this is something that's present. We don't have to go anywhere for it. It's right inside of us. We own it now. So we're really just identifying three things that are obvious and casually observable. So we're going to point them out now, and we're going to add those two, the one and the many, to the three, and we're going to have five. So then we'll have a choice to examine the plan or to do something about it. So five is the number right before six and six is the completion of man or humanity. So when we decide to do something with these five, we'll close our hand on our tools and we'll do something about it. So we're after equalization of the solo and the many. What are the three obvious things that we own now? That we can match to that to make this happen okay all right we're going to do it in reverse order but it is a trinity so it's actually going to be a flanking anytime you see three there's a center number and flanking Flanking, numbers right so manual what is the human manual that everybody owns?
1: What is the human manual that everybody owns? That
0: anybody can use, study, identify, and be revealed about their life and their condition on. What is it? It's the language. Did you know that language spells the word main gauge? It literally gives you measurements at every turn, every mile marker, and every centimeter. Every symbol, every sound, every straight line, every angle, every curve, every number, every digit, every contextual meaning, every arrangement of timing and tones, all these things can be used against you if you don't understand it. So the human manual is a manual for con artists.
1: Let's exploit it then.
0: It's a magician's, it's a magician's manual. I imagine. Okay, so the manual, the human manual of language is a magician's manual. But the magician's manual is freely available to all people. Now, if they choose to play audience member to a magic game, then that is exactly what they'll get. And they can ignore that the magic tricks are revealed in the human manual. No worries. Anyway, Man so,
1: is in manual with you in it, so. Yeah, exactly, let's. it is in there. So there's three. So number
0: three is manual, the human manual. Number two is the entirety of you inside each person. So you as an individual are actually a condensed version of all people. All. All creatures, all beings, and everything in this universe that we see and imagine, all of it is literally contained in you. Not only do you represent it, you're literally making it real. And that's the
1: many, two, many. Yes, number two.
0: So the center of this triad, whenever we see three, we have a center point that's flanked. So the total of you, the main attraction is you. That's the total of you in each person, number two. And then the third thing that we have to get this equilibrium. That we have. Yes, we all own this, is each other. So we have each other to turn to, to ask for support, to share with. And we could quickly, easily find joy and results and outcomes that will complete us when we follow this manual. If we apply ourselves, so we have the five points, we have a plan, but if we study the plan only, then we'll only have a plan that we're studying. If we close our hand on our tools and apply ourselves and come face to face, look at each other's faces, hear each other's sounds, then we'll quickly get to the solution of the manual that we all own, the totality that exists in each individual, and what the value is of each other 3 2 welcome citizens
1: welcome did you know citizens are designed to zen
0: designed to zen you mean designed to zen what are you talking about Willits? yeah how do you get to zen what's what's before zen
1: equilibrium
0: that sounds like nirvana to me Ah. So, yeah, nirvana is loss of judgment of others. So, basically, it gives you great peace once you lose judgment of others because you also lose judgment of yourself.
1: Yeah, so face off, face each other, and learn to...
0: Give and take.
1: Give and take.
0: Right. And then eventually, after enough give and take, you'll learn what's called... Loss of judgment, right? And it's also formerly known in ancient religions, philosophies as nirvana. So the word Zen happens to be in our word citizen, and Zen is the conclusion to nirvana. Once you're done with judgment, you can start pointing your nose towards Zen.
1: Nice, yeah.
0: So formally, citizens are created and designed to Zen. Isn't that a wonderful thing? It is
1: a wonderful thing.
0: You know, it's so wonderful that it makes me think about the question. Have you ever seen energy in form? Well, (laughs) here's looking (laughs) at you, kid.
1: (laughs) You are right. I'm looking at you, and I see you. Energy in form, and I see you.
0: And I see you. Um... Today we talked about panic and poison and how they could possibly be good. Mm-hmm. How can panic and poison be good? How, so, yeah. Well, we talk about it a little bit in the boardroom, but uh, formally between Nina and Kevin, we've been together as a couple for 37 years, and we are now relieved of panic or judgments of self. Or others or the world, and we have shared these thoughts of how we did it thousands of times, mm-hmm. but we get short responses basically. So, we found something called equilibrium, and this is March 10th. We're leading up, we're 11 days away now from March 21st. Ah. So, this will be the spring equinox of 2023, All right? And there will be 12 hours a day, 12 hours a night, and there's also a cosmic association to that. That opens up the opportunity for all in a mental, emotional, spiritual manner and physically to approach equilibrium and have a clearer understanding of it. And then find more access points to enrich their life nice. and become more completed. So literally equilibrium came to be as a combination of the words equal and libra. Libra. The scales. So it means equal measure, equal score, equally scaled, equal allotments, balance, opposing forces equal to each other, peace, equal proportions, fairness, non-judgment, love, order, balance, equilibrium. So we have all these things that tell us that the word is pure and it means fairness. It means equal proportions. So we see happy couples and they say in all the ancient texts for thousands of years that a man and a woman can face each other and learn to do this give and take process and ultimately learn non-judgment or what's known as Nirvana.
1: And we did that and found... Well, we'll at that. least
0: admit that we have a degree of Nirvana. Yeah. So if and anyone wants to challenge us, then we're happy with that. We found a degree of Nirvana. Yeah. So we want to find complete nirvana and then point our noses directly at Zen. We believe that as citizens of the world, each of us are designed to Zen. We really, truly believe that. Citizen. Yes.
2: Of the world.
0: So we learned to control and exploit it all during this time of our 37 years together through panic and courage, through experiencing it together and by making a... Packed with each other, that we were both wanted equilibrium. So that's very helpful, it actually takes you to the 50-yard line once you make the deal with yourself that you want to do something, and then if you make that same exact deal with a significant other, then you become empowered many times. Yeah. You both become empowered many times, not only individually, but as a team.
1: We learned all the codes of language and sounds through observation, application, and a little research. All answers are in the human anatomy and the mind.
0: So now I'm going to cut this part and I'm going to introduce this combo, And um, and then we'll read the combo together. And I'll just look for me to do this. OK. And if I don't do it, don't read it. OK. that's why you're waiting to see if I do the signal It give you a chance to see what the darn thing says okay. since you read it time alright folks so it's March 10th and this morning early this morning later for other people because we're in PDT time in USA we, we always get to outlast anybody if we want to stay up late but we don't we go to bed early so it seems like we're early birds and guess what we are But uh, yeah, I had an early conversation this morning. It'll be in the blog, linked down below, so you can read it and enjoy. And uh, we'll also have this entire lecture broken up into pieces, so it won't be so hard to absorb. But uh, the conversation was basically about the subject matter of today, or at least it covers all these ideas of equilibrium. And we're approaching that special time of this special year of the equinox, a time of equilibrium. So we're gonna share with you this conversation that we had. So my uh, Nina's gonna read my partner, so when you hear her speaking, she'll be reading this anonymous partner that I had the conversation, this intimate conversation with this morning. So after I mentioned the 37-year relationship to him, he said,
1: 37-year relationship? May I ask some questions?
0: The last time I posted in this server, the owner kicked me out for being ignorant enough to share my experiences here. I'm starting not to care about that anymore because the internet keeps challenging us and diverting our users and viewers. And uh, we keep getting shadow banned and redirected. It seems like we've touched the nerve and we're now ruminating over it and deciding what to
1: do. I will go ahead if that's okay. What are the names of the secret books I saw you mention them in the Biblical Flat Earth channel also? Additionally, does anyone understand what the AI Matrix is? I've seen it being discussed online as though it exists generally in the world and not confined to a PC. Do you think a human can connect to the AI Matrix without VR, for example? It's a difficult topic, so I'm not expecting a straightforward answer. If anyone has any thoughts, we could discuss and maybe exchange information and ideas. And, oh, I'm not sure what discussion is allowed. Maybe in DM then.
0: Okay, well, we ended up staying in the uh, public room, and mm-hmm. I ended up deleting as I went. Uh-huh. So, but it's in the blog down below. So my answer was, I do have all the answers about this topic. And I've worked for 55 years and 37 years with Nina to get them, with a lot of support, I might add, from thousands of Sufis, Sheikhs, Prophets, researchers, but mostly my intense desire for justice. I believe I know IA better than I am. So, harvest from me now all you want, but know that the owner of this server will silence me for offering peace, judgment, and solutions.
1: You seem like a very mysterious person.
0: Not at all. I'm just super curious and driven.
1: What is your understanding of the AI matrix?
0: We humans, over long eras and progression and evolution of creation itself, have made the AI to assist us in our exploration of separations. It all started out innocently enough, and it progressed as we went along. The word USA is literally a code to the experience that we're all having together. U being for unity, S being for separations, A being for aggregation, which matches the three stages of mine and your daily nightly 24-hour epic of rise, peaking, falling into the evening, and then dying before you're reborn the next day. So we have USA, Unity Separations Aggregation, and it's a weight.
1: How do humans connect to the AI Matrix?
0: The AI Matrix that we have created is also part of our human anatomy. And amongst the memes that we all share together or our beliefs. So it has various ways that it can touch us, not only physically, but in the way that we think. So it literally connects directly, physically, to our basal ganglia where all of our rendering of our reality happens. And it also attaches to our sensual desires and our misunderstanding of them.
1: What does it mean, spirituality?
0: Well, in a spiritual fashion, the AI being a part of our life means that you have a mind and a heart. The mind is being mined by you and the egregore that we made to assist us, named artificial intelligence. It is your personal call, as you are the owner of your life and your body, to answer your mind and your heart.
1: What is an egregore? It really is being mined.
0: Each of us individually and then aggregately as a group sharing experiences are mining our individual minds with this thought creation that we made as a group, which has many top loyalists of every degree of not only physicality but energetic. You can think of it as a giant Bewitched TV show, and it's the game of games. The Hunger Games is available to us as seen in the TV show and being broadcast and predicted now. Most people never saw that they were being harvested by their own creation. It's a PSY culling, a psychological culling, psy-culling, or cycling. It's all mental. With physical added for intrigue and fun. Starting with pure thought, we add sound and vibrations. That becomes light and energy, fire. That turns into form. And that becomes us. Our physical condensed form as walking universes. This all happens in order. Another word for love order equals love ai is an acronym for artificial intelligence artificial's root word is artifice when ai looks in the mirror it knows it is the mirror us the mirror to ai is i am the root word of artificial artifice means to lie beguile, or deceive.
1: Artifice is a word that comes to mind a lot when learning about these things. We need to pay more attention to the meaning of words, the true meaning, which is connected to etymology. Never knew about that about the internet. I think the visual of people in VR headsets is misdirection. It is already happening on a spiritual level, we choose to live in a virtual world and take our cues from people and ideas that would never come to exist in an authentic, grounded reality. We don't need to be strapped to a machine or plugged into anything. We do that ourselves, both physically and mentally. Watching the movie Videodrome might help some make the connection, or Videodrome.
0: So, my partner just referenced an image I had left about the internet and the definition. So, when you break internet down, it has the two words, obviously, inter and net. So, inter means to bury something or put some dirt over something. Mm -hmm. So, inter means grave and it means bury. And net is how you catch something. So, basically, the internet is literally saying how to catch something and kill it, because it's going to be buried, so that easily implies death. So, the internet has its greats, and its not-so-greats, I guess you could say. Um, This happens with the word intelligence, also. It's two words, and in its origin, the first part of intelligence is inter. Which in the old days, say around 1200, meant between or to choose or select or to take in or read. So in the beginning, the first part was inter, the second part was leger. Inter, leger. So choices between choosing, selecting, and taking in or reading. So this is what the word intelligence this seems like a natural function of any individual or two or more people so the word evolved and became known as discerning and appreciative and to understand comprehend or come to know or a discerning appreciative power of discerning or a skill or a taste now on the opposite we have artificial intelligence so the opposite of the power of I am I a is AI, artificial intelligence which is the con game that we all play together so we all play every day a con game of proposals giving out proposals selling something and receiving proposals from other people in other words buying their proposals so we do this on a grand scale all the way down to an intimate skill where we're just doing it with our own thoughts and then we do it with two one-on-one and then we do it with more than two people so this con game that we're all playing we're doing it with a partner named ai so it's actually a partnership between i am ia and ai so this artificial intelligence con game The other side the artificial intelligence side is a game of deceptions presented as a means to an end done by the owners wielders and loyalists of artificial intelligence the cleverness and skill of AI is no match to the authentic born powers of a human being to discern and act as all of us are contracted with our human beating heart. We understand more than anything in the universe, community. AI could never understand that piece that we understand. So right now we're about 20 years in on research of language, the effects and these secret codes that are built into the human manual and in our anatomy. So we've written about a 2 million word blog, about 15 books, about 500 video lectures we're still getting a lot of short responses from people
1: i like the word wholesome a lot nothing online is wholesome none of the experiences gained here are complete whole you will only lose your mind and connection to reality on here since your experiences aren't coming in their full package only fragmented think sweetener from a package versus fruit
0: Famous guy on uh, T V selling the fruits and vegetables pills right now. <clears throat> yeah. You wanna be current events. Well, I believe that face to face is the only way to properly exploit the world we live in, which has the failsafe of being basically we live in face world. So all things human, which is everything, have front covers and faces. So everything is revealed at all times, even no matter how much deception is being tried or no matter how clever you're trying to be, you still have to put on your front cover and your face. So the best way, the ultimate way, to properly exploit base world where no lies can be told. So, Nay, can you please help us understand a little bit about where the word poison came, how it evolved and what, what it's considered now? read it? Yes, please.
1: So the more usual Indo-European word for this is represented in English by virus. Viruses, bacteria, germs are filling your interstitium, a vast pool of plasma that surrounds all your organs and blood corridors within your body. In this plasma field, a hundred trillion viruses, germs, and bacteria are part of your body's operating system, your OS. Science has never figured out what their purpose or functions are to the most part, but casual observation shows they battle in a continuous manner to keep you alive in a precise and concise format of perfect counterbalance or equilibrium.
0: So that's cool. So this thing that we call virus in English is actually causing producing counterbalance and equilibrium Equilibrium. in your own anatomy this thing called virus yeah now you're supposed to tell me that there's an air virus that can offset all of the counterbalancing 100 trillion viruses bacteria and germs that are battling for your life inside your body an air virus can suddenly touch you and Destroy all those trillions of counterbalance functions that are happening inside you.
1: That's some magic virus.
0: Well, there's definitely some magic, if you want to put it that way. You know, there's a uh, doublet to um, poison, and that's the word potion. Oddly enough, so in Old English, the word for potion was ator, huh. a tor. A-t-o-r. A-T-O-R. Isn't that great? Interesting. It's so funny. And it was also Atterkan or Atorkap. So in the Old Norse language, which the Old English is coming from Old Norse because of what was happening around the Norman Conquest Period of uh, Old Britain. So in Old Norse, this same word, potion, which was called Ator in Old English, was called leaf. in Nordic.
1: Ah, leaf leaf
0: l-y-f leaf leaf and to them it meant medicinal herbs <laughs> potion ah. so it kind of took turns being medicinal herbs leaf potion and then potent then poison hmm. which got converted to the word virus in later english hmm. more modern english hmm so but in the old english word for leaf it was spelled lip l-y-b-b and it meant poison or magic wow so poison wasn't so bad
1: liberation and then
0: around by the time we get past the reformation period now we're calling it turning over a new New leaf. leaf so now leaf doesn't mean potion anymore so it evolved but did you know that leaf and leaf in Nordic and English are both related also to the word lodge. Ah. So in around twelve ninety it would have been considered a building or a hut or an arbor or a cabin. Basically a home place. Home. So back to the word potion in around twelve ninety it was considered a medicinal drink or a dose of liquid medicine or poison. So potion and poison were good. Hmm before they were bad. It wasn't until poison got converted to the word virus in the modern English that the science people of the day decided that leafs, potions, and viruses were all bad. Mm-hmm. So there was an evolution, so to speak. Right. So poison, potion, virus, lodge, home, leaf, they're all related and also at once interplaying in the human body and experience.
1: You know, some places courage is found, other places it is lost. Core rage is the key. In the 1700s, the partnership between church, state, and science went stealth, an unholy union. The people got dumber, the PTBs got dumber As a collaboration, we made each other, together. We made together a more and bigger unholy union.
0: I guess we did. Um, It became a mission, I am possible, mission impossible.
1: Hmm.
0: You know, the word truth is kind of scary, really, because it's a kind of a strange word and the way that you have to say the chop sound to start it off being the cornerstone sound phonetically of the word truth, why would you start off with the chop sound? Same with Christ, it's spelled with the chop sound, but it starts with the cut sound. So, you know, we have these mysteries in the language that we have to unfold also. If you think about truth though, true is T-R-Bow, so that means try. So you have the Trinity represented and then you have th which is the mind thinking so we do have this element of truth being the doc the trinity and thinking about it so we have to be careful when we consider the concept of truth is it authentic or is it a containment area so is this knowledge coming to us from our intuition and our heart or is it being delivered through explorations of the mind right So we also have similar to that, we have the word scary because we're just talking about things being mysterious and they tend to be scary and give you panic. So scary, as we said earlier, is the contention engine, the S, the cornerstone of the word is S. And then you have care, scare, S care, meaning consideration. So the Y in scary means the yet unknowns or things that are still being reached for. And that is part of why scare and scary, two different ideas. Scare is one thing, and scary is another. So we get two different flavors in the way that we use the word scare and scary.
1: When society has no moral objectivity, this is to be expected, someone said. They've effectively removed the
0: chocks.
1: Chocks of the wheels.
0: Chocks off the wheels.
1: Off the wheels. You only need the common sense the Lord has provided us to see that it is evident. This will not stop until it hits necrophilia, assuming no catechism prior to that.
0: So a lot of people are watching all that's unfolding and they can't help but mimic and repeat what they see because we've tended to do that for so long. It feels quite natural to do it. And how can you not report a report that you saw if you think it's important? Yeah. So it goes back and forth between fair reporting, I guess you might say, and unfair reporting. Huh. But uh, it's interesting that he mentioned the word chocks, Ch- uh, because it has the chop sound that we were just talking about. Yeah. And the other thing is, if you take the H out of chocks, you have cocks. So we're in a man's world, hmm. and the cock is the rooster. And also the male organ so it's an interesting you know when you have these words that have cock in it with just one letter for example we separate everything into time Mm -hmm. and we use the measurement of the clock in order to do that Mm -hmm. so clock is literally a cock with an L added to it Mm -hmm. so this is an example of non-equilibrium or unfairness which implies the counter all things are counter right
1: you can read it then and see the counter
0: you can read the clock right and you can read that we slice things into time that's what temporal dimension means Mm. so we take the cock world the rooster masculine dominated world and we add L or the shining illuminated authentic beings of heart portion. Mm. to that so we've basically found ourselves learning how to convert consciousness into form and then to mix the form into an understanding of itself Mm. as a mix of consciousness and form Mm. so we literally are all USA unity, separation and aggregated And as they used to say back in the early Disney days, what a wonderful world.